1: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,
2: This is with Ines, a music commentary podcast where we talk about all things Afrobeats, ranging from new music to more serious issues
3: within the music industry. Happy New Year, the good folks of the Afrobeats industry. Afrobeats part of the industry and every other person who believes in the growth of the Afrobeats part of the industry. Also, good morning to every other person who sings something different. Your music shall grow in leaps and bounds. Um, it's your favorite girl, my baby. It's Happy New Year because my birthday was two weeks ago. So the year started for real, two weeks ago. you are welcome to a new dispensation. It shall be 24 for you, now and forever, in Jesus' name. Amen. Today is just us girls, because the guys are chasing the bag and all the other things. Case in points, Deji, who made his on-screen debut this week. I cannot even (laughs) put I cannot quantify the amount of pride that I felt this week watching our brethren Mm -hmm. lambasting English on screen. You guys hear it on the pod, but you got to see it in real life, not in real life, but like on screen. So it's more real to you there. And if you have not seen it, if you have not watched Skinny Girl in Transits from season one to season six or the beginning of season seven, just go straight into be season six, episode seven. No, season seven. Episode, episode four. Four, five. Four, five. Okay, uh, even if it's episode five, you can start from episode Dr. four. Elijah. Four, in yes, go straight to Dr. Elijah. Ah, Dr. Elijah to, with the voice. I was, I was just reading people's see. comments. I was like, I even people don't know what we've been enjoying. No. Some people are there spoke English. And we are so blessed to have that person on this spot. Can you imagine that? And you are even more blessed to be able to listen. Can you get that now? Thanks. Then our other friend, Bola, is making some cool money. Bola the exchange do. rates. I
2: hope that all he had friend
3: <laughs> before he will come and fight. <laughs> <laughs> but here today we have the woman, not the myth because she's real. The moment the lady Thank you so much.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Hello everybody, it's Sharon Ntan here. Nice to be
3: back. Nice to be back. You were here last week nah. eh,
2: now. nice to be back
3: now. Okay, it's it's back again. New week. <laughs> <laughs> you Unlike those guys, I'm here. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're just going to go straight into music that we enjoyed from this week. There was a lot of pretty solid releases. Wasn't too, too memorable like that, but there were many releases per usual. Which ones did you enjoy, Sharon?
2: So I just want to say that I sit on the other side of the fence, there were not a lot of pretty solid releases on to my ears. There were just a lot of releases. It's like this particular week, every single human being said that they are going to drop music, and I think the biggest disconnect for me with the music that came out this week is that a lot of the songs just sounded um very random, and it sounded like everyone was just following the current trend of like I'm a piano. And like, um, Eldeji's log drums and like, um, you know, just the lyrics. I don't know. It was just like, it just sounded like music, like just because they had to release music. And that was just a little somehow. Cause I remember listening to, um, I can't remember the song now, but I listened to one song and I didn't even know the song was done and another song has started. That's how seamlessly the two songs flowed into each other. And those were two separate producers. I'll probably remember it before we're well, done. But if I remember, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. And yeah, but one song, Sha, that stood out for me this week would be um, A Bet With Someone In My Dreams. That is a song by Ghostwriter Mel. A Bet With Someone In My Dreams is a... Dream, is a it's a song that stood out for me this week. Why? Because I miss all the uh, my piano sounding songs mm-hmm. and all that. This one just had a very calm, breezy, like it just sounded like a breath of fresh air. Like, And I like music that reminds me of like a good day where I can let my head I don't have down. <laughs> and I can just like sway to the music. It just sounds very vacation-y. Mm-hmm. And you know, this year I've really been manifesting vacation. So like this song, I'm going to add it to my list of, you know, travel songs. So yeah, that's my top song, for, my top release for this week. And it pains me to say alone because YKB dropped something and I'm like, hey, a YKB stand. Mm-hmm. However, um, hmm. I don't know how I felt about the EP, generally. Oh. But then, uh, I don't know, I can't even, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I think that's how disappointed I was. I really don't have any opinion to give. I kind of just wish it was better because I'm like really expecting something. So it's the songs on the EP that he featured people on that seem to stand out more. Even though this EP is more like a... A, a deluxe version mm-hmm. in quotes of the previous EP. I just feel like a featured artist shouldn't like outshine you on your own song. And that is really what this looked like. And I really don't know what that speaks to in YKB's um artistry, like where that places him because like he's already a a great writer. He has a really cool voice. He carries um, beats well. So if we had the EP before and it almost felt like it didn't move, but now you have features on it and sometimes it's features that should move the song. Mm -hmm. You should stand out in your own music. But it felt like the other guys were standing out more. And maybe that is what contributed to the EP not really doing it for me. But doesn't mean overall it's still not a decent EP because it is. So that's really all about me and my
3: music for this week. For me, one of the sort of earliest songs to grow on me from this week was Whiz One Love, um, on the Bob Marley tape. And I'm not the biggest fan of Wiz and like that, while well, that doesn't mean that oh I'm I don't listen or I'm not a fan, it's just I'm not one of those frontline people who's like standing and defending and um st- sticking my neck out for the music. And like the last song that I enjoyed on first season was Bad To You, the Casamigos song. But when I listened to this song, like it it's it jumped on me, like it came from my neck. And I really enjoyed it. Um I, and I I tried to think, okay, who else um, could have done this on this song. And honestly, nobody better than Wiz mm-hmm. in terms of, like, the vocals, the bodying of the song, and, like, it equates in star power. If you're trying to recreate something, but Marley, like, aside the vocals, who better to carry it than someone like Wiz? And it was a really commendable track. Um, Bloody Civilian was also on the project, and she um, had Natural mystique. mm mm-hmm. I didn't particularly enjoy Natural Mystic because I tried to listen through to see, okay, with Body, this song, it did that. They tried to get people whose vocals were similar or that line. But I'm not going to lie, I didn't particularly enjoy Natural Mystic. I probably need to re-listen to have it grow on me or for me to be more welcoming to the track. But I think the thing with for me with um, Bloody Save is... She shines best when she's doing her own thing, like organic. She does the thinking from scratch, production and everything from scratch on her on her own own end. So that might be it for me. There were a bunch of other releases. Um, Ricardo Banks featured Shea Vibes, and they'll be on Fakosi Remix. I enjoyed the song. Mm-hmm as a standalone with Ricardo Banks only on it. And it was, I think I, I liked Shea Vibes on the song as well. Um, I like, like, his his vocals on it. I like how he entered the song and, like, didn't deviate from topic. But, yeah, I'd like to see how far that song will go because I can imagine that Shea Vibes is on the song because... Someone needs the, <laughs> you know, so
2: who's that someone?
3: <laughs> but I, I can imagine that, like, that's probably like that the, the, the goal mm-hmm. of the song. Cause the song was a good song, probably didn't do as well as they wanted it as a standalone. So yeah. that, like, Trey was on it for that. So, um, we will know in this coming week whether it will do what it's supposed to do. I we'll feel like
2: Shea she vibes wasn't Shea vibes on, the song. on the song. Yeah, like it was, was a little watered down. Yeah, he, he sounded like he was trying to sing mm. with his I natural know what voice. Mean. Yes, and I
3: was like, mm. <laughs>
2: that's not Shea vibes we're used to. I know what
3: you mean. I know what you mean. But like, still, still, it was still solid. Yeah, it, it was still a solid song. Um, other music I I listened to. Crayons fade away. I was expecting you to talk about it. No. If only this was a video podcast. <laughs> you guys, Maya's face is gold. I right was not now. expecting that reaction because <laughs> I felt like it was an okay song. He did what he normally does, like catchy. Mm. He used catchy lines mm-hmm. towards the end of that again and again parts mm-hmm. of it. I thought it was an okay song.
2: No, it's an okay song now, but it's not my fault that Ghostwriter Mel.
3: It was I'm your best? My fair, my fair isn't. enough, fair
2: enough. Because, low key, you know, with the, you know, I said something about how every song kind of had that ama piano leaning yeah. thing, and I'm kind of over it generally. So it's not like this song is not great. It's a, by the way, it's a great song. It's a yeah. decent song. It's amazing. I would dance to it if I hear it outside. I even know all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. But I, as a consumer, I'm always looking for music that doesn't really sound too. Boom, boom, yeah, boom, like, yeah. shh, shh, shh. I feel like my ears need a break. Fair enough, so fair why. enough.
3: Like you, need a, you want to explore different sounds yeah. from like the norm right now I follow. My last pick from the week will be Joe Boy's Sadie B. While he wasn't particularly memorable, at all. I'd like to look at this as an ode to the coming, um, like how the rest of the year is going to be for him.
2: Ah, if this is the coming, for how the rest of the year will be for him, then he's in danger.
3: Wow. <laughs> I would not want Joe Boy to go back to that zone because, you know, there was a period of time where, like, mm-hmm. the songs were missing. Yeah. Yes. This song feels like different courage. It feels like... Honestly, I trust him to be indie. Mm-hmm. After this breakaway from Empower, I feel like this song shows or this, the whole um, energy around this release shows that Joe Boy is confident to handle his music as an independence artist yeah. away from empower mm-hmm. and it reminded me of the conversation that we had about fireboy and um the skepticism about artists breaking away from their um initial signing with like yeah. bigger people and it just shows that joe boy has learned mm-hmm. He's ready to to handle his business on his own. Mm-hmm. He has learned like the prerequisites and all of the things that he needs to handle his music, whether he goes to sign someone else or he remains indie. Mm-hmm. So that's what I enjoyed about hearing this new hearing this yeah hearing the new music. So Sharon, you mentioned something about needing a change of. Sound, listening to something different, and I know that Deji over the past like few months, Deji has mentioned the need for log drums to go, um, a new crop of sound that isn't like the sound that you spoke about. Where are we at as a people with engaging a piano?
2: Um, I think my biggest issue with Nigerian music creators, like producers, artists, and I would even say people who manage artists, right, is that they use and abuse trends. Mm-hmm. So um, Amapiano became a trend in Nigeria, I would say, maybe like 2020, 2021, or, or then it was just picking up steam, mm-hmm. but then it really came into our world, like maybe 2022, right? I can place it 2022. But the problem is that Nigerians abuse things and they abuse things to the point where People get tired, but they still don't stop. It feels like if one thing worked for them, they are going to try it again. It will likely work, but they're going to try it again. And they will keep trying it, keep trying it, keep Mm -hmm. trying it. Mm -hmm. Forgetting that there were some people who even started listening to them first for certain things they were making before. Mm -hmm. Nobody is saying that you shouldn't experiment with your sound or you shouldn't try to tie new trends into what you are doing. However, I still feel like Um, People who create music also need to be cautious Mm -hmm. and also need to be considerate um, to their fans, which is what they don't do. And if you are not like into very, I would say, active music, which Mm -hmm. I consider my piano to be, I consider my piano very active music, it's going to get tiring for you. And you're going to start looking for something new. I am originally a pop girl. So if you like call it Afro pop call it white girl pop mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it I like pop music so always having to hear I'm a piano when I know that I can also get pop music it just breaks my heart and it just makes me tired mm-hmm. so should I'm a piano go for instance I don't think it should because it's music and music never really goes anywhere I just feel like people can use it in more creative ways, in ways that it doesn't seem like it's following the same pattern, mm-hmm. and in ways that it doesn't feel tiring, and sometimes it's just unnecessarily loud. Like, I'm going to go back to YKB's music. which feels, oh, goodness
3: gracious God, mm-hmm. there is
2: what I was like. Ah, ah, what is going on? Mm. It's almost as if they even adjust the music level. There are parts that do. I was like. Ah. Relax! <laughs> he was not even singing to the temperature of the beat that was playing. So, why? Hmm. Do you get? And you can see why KB is trying to do Ama Piano. Hmm. Where did he start doing Ama Piano from and why? And even if he wanted to do Ama Piano, I've heard soft Ama Piano music before. Mm-hmm. So, what happened to exploring in that way before going very hard on us on mm-hmm. Ama Piano? So, um, all those are just my own thoughts. So, I just sound like an acquired bomb game. These are just my own thoughts. I um, <laughs> But all the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why that's what I feel. What do you feel?
3: You know, when you say like the abuse of things, there was a time where the um uh, piano accept, uh, acceptance started from when it was new. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounded like shit, straight to the clubs, give us something to drive about. Then the sustenance was in the dances, the way, like, these DJs who body all the dances while they are, you know, working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then them coming out to do a dance. You know, like, the challenge of, oh, have you learned the latest dance to this Amapiano um, system or this Amapiano sync, this yeah. pattern of it. But then... It, it now became a problem of when do you stop? Exactly. When? They are enjoying this, enjoying this, but that doesn't mean that they are not they are not craving a new sound. They are not craving something different. Everyone doing the same pattern. Like it can it can get a lot, mm-hmm. and it has reached the mm-hmm. people who used to do other genres have infused um, Amapiano piano into it, and I fear that it gets to a point where they would now start to genreize. I'm a piano. Hmm. Like, I'm a piano. (laughs) Like, I, it looks like it's getting there, honestly, because, Afro piano. Afro piano. But do you get it? It's like, everyone's, what's this Casey song? Oja piano. Oja piano. Do you get it? Like, it's getting to a point where they are, it's going to now start giving its different, you know, segments or genres. And, the audience needs a break. The audience needs a break. Like, one can only take so much. And we have had a good run for the past, like, three, four years with Amapiano. We need the birth of a new sound. Or we need to bring something back or go back to, yo, please. Like, even if I became sick of it or more sick of it during the whole AFCON thing and, like, who now owns (sighs) Amapiano. Yo, we need to let this rest. Whoever is the owner, let's just leave it. Well, we know the owner. We know do now. We just want to. This need to put our foot down and and find our word on things. I
2: also feel like, eh, you know how we have Nigerian English. Mm-hmm. I do think there's Nigerian ama piano mm-hmm. because there is a way Nigerians interpret ama piano that is, I feel like it's kind of different from the way South Africans interpret ama piano.
3: I think there's a lot more soul in South African Amapiano. piano, yeah, like.
2: I, I don't know how to. I their own is always sounding
3: deep. terms,
2: but yeah, it sounds like you're feeling it inside. Mm-hmm. Their own, it sounds like you can close your eyes and find peace.
3: <laughs> That's how they sing their own honestly, and then What's they leave like a whole open, open side for just the instruments, just the the. Yeah, piano. And it's just
2: going. It's just long and going like. Worship music goes very long. For ja- Nigerians nice. want to give
3: you that. Like the
2: way you go, this
3: bumpy. Damn. You're
2: having a dick. Everything will just be jamming you. I see somebody is carrying cymbal and just clashing, clashing. But I don't know if that's speaking to the Nigerian market. Because mm-hmm. Nigerians too, they like. Tumba, tumba. They're yeah. are like very I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But
3: still... Our artists just need to consider that, you know what, sometimes maybe these people aren't trying to party at this time. Mm-hmm. Let's give them some. And that's one I forgot to mention in like music I enjoyed this week is it was Iwa's um, Tupac, mm-hmm. Rinse and Repeat, and uh, I, fo- I forgot the name of the first one. But it was good to have that break in the middle of O Fakosio or you or something. Then the next one that was just as fast and... It was just a good thing. But I'm not saying everyone should turn a um, slow worship singer type mm-hmm, of vibe. Mm-hmm. Show us that you're trying to explore something else. Exactly. You get like give it a break. In the middle of all the amapianos uh, and long drums and everything, like let's just have a feel of, you know, vocals and what's actual Afro afrobeats. Yeah. Because how is this now afro beats actually?
2: How how is this now Afrobeats?
3: Maybe the, the log drums elements.
2: Like it's a wide conversation, but like how how Amapiano ties to Afrobeats. Afro Afro Except we don't now know what Afrobeats is. We would like the we would like the audience to tell us how has this become Afrobeats? Afrobeats. Or what do you guys think about the whole Amapiano conversation? Like, do you think that we've Gone and done so do much but mm-hmm. do you think we have not even done enough and we need to do more
3: let us know or maybe someone is like all of these sounds that is building up to someone's big invention of what the <laughs> true piano sound is going to sound like that's what lead us to another conversation I wanted us to have about rollout culture in Nigeria whether you think it's existent or not but just before then i just um like to say that some of the best music that we enjoy are music that come after an intense fan follow-up engagements, um, rollout process. I'd like to use AG's Oganraya as example. While it doesn't cover all that I would say is like marketing and like fan contacts rollouts, is employed the use of like popular faces, which is something that's I know that I did in school in advertising last the use of employing familiar faces like people tend to um buy into something that they see that people that they know or like popular people that they know enjoy so for um ages he the, all of these influencers makers, um actors artists even were um making videos using like a snippet of the song. Mm-hmm. Which is also something that Olamide and feels joy try to use. Like, I'd also like us to touch on um, everyone drawing from the same source of of rollout skinning. Like, is, is at these rollout plans exhaustible or is it limited to each release? Same way people use this fake artwork when, like, an artist wants to drop music. Say. Um this happened with Davido's Timeless where they did like a bunch of fake features yeah. on the projects. Then when Tenny wanted to release her Tears of the Sun, they used fake um Kenny as well, fake um feature list mm-hmm. and, and track list. So are, are all of these things exhaustible? Do you think like artists can use them over and over again? What do you think?
2: Okay, so like before I like get into like really uh, answering or contributing it's like I a question I always ask myself when an artist is about to release music is that what really is a rollout campaign right and I feel like a lot of um I don't know if I'll call it the labels or if it's the marketing agencies that um these Projects have been outsourced to, but I feel like rollout culture in Nigeria, bringing it back to Nigeria, is just not the same like how it seems to be outside. So, outside, it almost seems like it is treated like how you would see an ad campaign, where there's so much effort put into you buying the products from what you have seen. But here, it always seems like there is just one, one one-way ticket to how everything is. So, e.g., there's just one group chat filled with influencers that you say, okay, new musical, everybody, go and use it on your TikTok pages. Or there's just one particular billboard contact. Mm-hmm. Everybody puts their... um. Their content. Their content or their whatever on that particular billboard. Like it just it just doesn't seem like there is something to follow. So I remember, um, this is a um this is an American example. I remember when Gail, if I remember her name correctly, was re- was um releasing A B C D E F U, mm-hmm. another song that went viral. So they started with something on TikTok where somebody um, commented on her video. She was playing like a guitar. Someone commented on her video and the person said, can you make a song using the letters of the alphabets? Mm-hmm. And then she posted A, B, C, D, E. But well, we know. Mm-hmm. it's not there she used to yeah. start that music mm-hmm. because one TikTok investigator went to go and investigate and found out that the page that commented is actually somebody that works in the label, the label yeah. so they found the person's name linked the person to the job but like it felt interesting because as she did that one video another person said which was probably now organic mm-hmm. another person said oh let's make this in- make this into a song we need it on DSP ASAP before we knew Everybody started keeping up with this story. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. But it's fine. <laughs> Everybody started keeping up with this story. But like, when I bring it back home here, I, I can't really put my mind to one artist that I have been that engaged mm-hmm. in the time leading up to when, or like the road leading up to when they are going to release music. Like, it almost feels like They are not building the anticipation in me. Almost feels like themes are lost. There's no imagery. Like, there's nothing for me to hold on to. It's just that I'll fall asleep. Wake up tomorrow. New music.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
2: Or they will do like um, a shakai way. They will sit down on chair, press play. Tune into the this, is this, this. Mm. They're just looking at me there. I'm like, okay, oh, new musical. That's it. But like there's no story crafted around uh. it. So I I don't even remember the thing you asked me again. I don't go back <laughs> But I guess what I'm just trying to say is that rollout culture here is very different. And I don't know if that is about how we as Nigerians consume mm-hmm. like
3: advertisement looking content or like campaign looking content and you know when you say campaign that's pretty much that pretty much embodies what roller culture is it's pretty much a campaign around a release like what makes it em- memorable what, what drives it home to the audience what makes it a what makes each project or song a brand of its own that's memorable to the audience
2: mm-hmm.
3: when Davido dropped timeless, mm-hmm. everything that built up to the release coming like starting from like his comeback after his time of um following the passing of his son um to the takeover of like radios, radio stations, social media people's profile display pictures across their social media handles um the the things we Spotify, like the speeches the Um, Speeches that he went like for Coursia or Spotify and all of that. I think that that was pretty exemplary to rollout culture. Mm -hmm. It's like the different mediums of marketing. See, it's I think of it as as artists looking at the project as an actual product that needs to be sold. So the rollout is everything that they do to ensure that the market buys that product. In the way that they want it to be portrayed, it's like the selling of the branding of the product that's the music that they are yeah. trying to release. Mm-hmm. So, is their use of marketing mediums, whether it's billboards? Mm-hmm. Um, I know ijoya makes a makes um use of billboards with their releases. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do that with their Ijoya Class of 22. You see it in airports when you're passing by. Yeah. Um when, when you're in the airports, you see that you see that in um Ebano st- um supermarkets as well. So it's the use it's the use of billboards, it's the use of radios. It goes beyond just um having a bunch of TikTokers do transitions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or pretending that someone stumbled on the music in a rural area. Yeah. I feel like those things are already overflogged. We need to now look at like the audience as mature and employ what they come in contact with Mm -hmm. on a daily basis it goes beyond you know all of the snapchat ads
2: snapchat ads those snapchat
3: ads are (laughs) snapchat has done a lot for this industry i'm not going to lie because of the way that on every release yeah you see badman daffy you see young john Mm -hmm. like this music just starts so you'll be on your own watching somebody snap and the ad just comes in and then it's in your face. And sometimes you try to, you know, go on to the next thing. It's not going, it's not going, it's not going. Next thing, you are redirected to one website. Try. So um, all of these Snapchat ads, Instagram ads as well. But then I think rollouts, it goes beyond that. I know that there was a time that um, for HG's organ. They wanted to do something like vox pop in university environments. Yeah. So they tried to reach out to a bunch of university um contact people mm-hmm. and have them um do a thing on the streets in their university mm-hmm. and where um where like they would encounter students and ask them to sing like a line off of Ogaraya or something like mm-hmm. that. I think that's more into it. It's like infusing the um, audience audience elements before the song drops yeah or even when the song drops just making everybody a part of it mm-hmm. you know when they say campaign look at how like politicians do it like going mm-hmm. to the grassroots every medium possible yeah you see custom stuff. That's where merchandise comes in. Mm-hmm. But our merchandise culture, safe in mm. Nigeria, is mm. if you go to the listening party, you will get, and even before you get self, now, them top people that have collected it, mm. radio station people, I feel like they OAPs. Will, they will give it a side and a stakeholders package. Yes. And like, it's, it's as if OAPs and all of these influencers are the target markets. Meanwhile, those people are even the ones who are to reach the target audience. Mm-hmm. Why are you creating a bunch of merchandise that is going to sit in some OAP's house? The people who really need to be in contact with these things are the people who are the markets mm-hmm. going on. And th- those are people that listen to your music. Those are people that purchase tickets to come to your shows. These are the things that are supposed to motivate them, keep them wanting more. Imagine some university students. And that's something that if Asha Khan was an artist... I think that... I
2: I can't find me, please.
3: <laughs> I think that he's someone that would do great with like marketing his music if he were an artist. Like yeah, see well, how he goes.
2: Because eh, sometimes they when artists try what is so there's been mm-hmm. about skit maker energy mm-hmm. that is not in artists. In artists and when someone is an artist and they have that energy, it's almost like People shift away from them. Mm. They don't, it looks like they don't want to accept
3: their music. Mm-hmm. So he might not be able to push so, his music in that way. When he, do you, do you, there was one that he did with Victoria where they gave away wheelchairs okay. and stuff. I, I didn't see that one. So it's, it, it now boils down to the exhaustible part of it. mm mm-hmm. Not the one that you are doing paralysis. Mm-hmm. No when it's enough. No no way when it starts looking fake. Because sometimes we're not going to lie, artist teams are not particularly willing to do all these engagement things with the only person I know that does that awesome well is Johnny Drill. Mm-hmm. Engaging with fans, dropping a phone number that you can reach every Thursday, mm-hmm. that you can speak with him personally or have your text responded that, to. That one is just general fan retention. Mm-hmm. It's not even just tied to like his rollout. It's not. It's not tied to rollout. But imagine if if talents were doing that. Maybe not everyone. Just like people who like the core part of their brand is intimacy. Mm-hmm. So people have where they can reach you. But there's also a line where it doesn't feel forced. You also have to draw that line where you are still the star. Mm-hmm. That unreachable part of you, you get. But we cannot deny that your primary markets are people in universities, people on the streets, people in their houses, people who don't get to see you on a day-to-day, people who won't even get invited to your listening party. Those are people that when you do merchandise, they should be getting it. mm mm-hmm. I don't know why it makes me so sick that <laughs> all of these custom things <laughs> go to these like you're sending gift boxes, but you're sending it to like OAPs, sending it to I, I don't want to name I'm not name dropping as insults. I'm just name, I'm just saying as like core people in the industry, you're mm-hmm. sending these things to Joey, you're sending to Motolani. It's good for your brand, is cute and stuff. But there are people who it will mean a whole lot more to than oh attest me gift box mm-hmm. they have countless of gift boxes they are here for the culture mm-hmm. they are here to assist the process of like the plan the campaign meeting in target audience mm-hmm. because you can't deny that people who listen to these guys are waiting on criticism yeah from all of these guys as well. Mm-hmm. And that's part of it. That's why and the misuse of it comes where uh, the one that trended this week was Kid paying influencers to make conversations about mm, I heard. Um, similarities between him and Fireboy. Is that real? <laughs> 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 I cannot confirm or deny, but hey, I, also hey. <laughs> I also saw it. I also saw it. I don't know if it was true, but yeah. all of those Twitter trend things, they're part of the campaign just to facilitate the oh, conversation the that going faster. That
2: one with um, um, and Udumudu. <laughs> I, I wasted my
3: breath <laughs> but that was real no it wasn't real it was an actual conversation they came back to laugh now yes but they said it was real fights
2: nobody gives a heck the fact that all then came back to laugh somebody it now it was too fast i felt new like new music too fast too. they played <laughs> they played snippets of new music together they should get out together
3: Nigerians, we do. We, we try to. I think we try to cut corners because we know that bad news spreads fast. News of beef, news of someone is is something against someone or someone did someone like. So th- that's why I was saying that. Is it because of the markets? Because sometimes it feels like
2: no shit to Nigerians because I'm mm-hmm. a Nigerian. One love. It feels like one, Nigerians don't like things that seem fake. Mm-hmm. And two, Nigerians don't connect with things that seem. Too well thought out or well planned. Like that just seem like it's too intelligent. Like Mm -hmm. it's not a Nigerian that did this. Mm Do you get? So when your content starts looking that way, it looks like you are above and beyond Mm -hmm. us. So we're not going to interact with it. But for me, I feel like those are the things that make rollouts. And I will I was going to add that um in dropping one rollout that's really made sense. It would be when Ladipo was trying to roll out Guy Man. Mm-hmm. That's his first single for last year, mm-hmm. if I'm not wrong. Last year. Um, that song with Bella Mother, yeah. yeah, trying to roll out the one with Bella Shmada. So he first started with hey, give us new music, where is music? Mm-hmm. I mean, the normal brain, that kind of thing should yeah, spark entice conversation, you. Like, you yeah. should, ah, I want to see what's going on. Not only that, he moved on to the one where he was doing like um a day in the life. Mm-hmm. And these are things that are not ordinary for an artist like him. Like there are things that it's like putting him in somewhere that was not his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. He also did the one where um he was kidnapped. Yeah, Lai Wasabi. Lai Wasabi. And then he was finally released mm-hmm. and new music came out. Then he did the one with and mm-hmm. with Bella and... It made sense. It was a really nice rollout. Mm. However, for some reason, Nigerians overlooked it. Mm -hmm. And that's where it comes in when I say that Nigerians don't like things that seem well planned. Mm -hmm. or things they. I don't know. It's truly fights they like. Mm. They like when rollout seems like it's fucking conversation. So yes, they might insult kid or whatever if he really did that. But at the end of the day, that's That's what they like. But for some reason, you try all the rollouts and that's why there's something wrong with the way we roll out music. We will try out every rollout approach, both the negative one, the positive one, but it still won't get them to listen to the music. Mm-hmm. It still won't get them to listen to the music. Nigerians just go and listen to music if maybe one, they heard it at a party, two, somebody they know put it in their ear. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just heard it in snippets from in passing. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to present it to them properly, they really won't. A lot of the songs that we like, because even that's Adeko Lego's song. I, I never on my own went to listen to it. In fact, I never listened to that So I learned that song. It was in your face. Because of TikTok. And that's not quite roll out again. That was more like a sustenance plan. It Same thing as Nas marketing Boy's marketing. Umbrella with Wonderful. And Nicole. I still don't know that song. When I finally heard it, I was like, hey, mm-hmm. is they know why they chose only this side mm-hmm. for this song? Because I was like, this cannot be the song. That's how I felt about Water 2 by Tyler. Yeah. When I heard the full song, I was like, oh, no. Sometimes this is why I like to just stick to the one minute they've yeah. shown me. Um, I don't know what it is, man.
3: You know what? I, know I, what I just, as you, were, as you were speaking, it just reminded me of a period in time where um artists, art, I don't know, maybe it's because I used to watch all these high school musical type of things, mm. but like times where artists can just go to the shopping mall and like there will just be like mass signing, autographs. That type of thing, and this is not Nigerian, but I saw like, pardon this um example, uh, Chloe, no, what's this Kardashian sister, Chloe? Mm. Um, Chloe on her Snapchat was talking about Kendall doing a university tour in their area. She went to some bars, did some signing, and I think that that's some that's another thing that helps like your audience grow on you. People who don't know you that's away from Kendall Jenner like imagine an artist doing that people who don't know you can encounter you there's this guy Brume I know Brume he's on tour and we I... the
2: number 3 right yes i
3: think he just did a show until last night yeah he, he's on tour and when when um someone on his team announced i'm like why is an an artist like Brume doing a tour mm. but it builds up it ensures and, and that people who don't know you encounter you mm-hmm. from like, oh, someone who knows you, their friend, someone who's a fan invites their friend. Oh, my, this person is doing a show. Let's go together. By default, the person encounters the artist, whether mm-hmm. they like the music or not, their mm-hmm. opinions are formed from there. Yeah. In During the show, the person goes and tweets, oh, I didn't know this me guy. Or, mm-hmm. or it starts from there. And then that person's rich meets other people. Then those ones, they find out about, oh, there's this Brummie guy, that type of thing. So engaging with fans is, I think it's just a, it's a key part of things in every form. Like, look at this as everything is supposed to meet these people. I think it's just, for me, it looks like misplaced priorities. Yeah. Where we feel like the audience, I keep emphasizing it. This is like the 112th time I'm saying this <laughs> in one breath. The target market, we need to erase it from making it look like it needs to be good enough for the OAPs to want to play it. Yeah. It needs to be good enough for the influencers to want to jump on the trend. I don't know since when started making music. I mean, that's just...
2: That yes, just it goes because, like, to show, We make music for influencers. That right? just goes to show where music is actually at right now. Like, beyond rollouts, it just goes to show where music is at right now. Um, at the end of the day, influencers are the ones that... Have the numbers, so people are no longer looking towards music impact, they're just looking towards music popularity. Mm-hmm. And little do they know that that's not how music works? It's not sustainable they, at all. You don't know how repulsed I feel when I yeah. see influencers. Somebody will go and sing one very nice music, yeah. person will not come and be kicking shoe in the air, bah, changing outfit. Mm. Ah, why would you <laughs> take this good music? And reduce it to that. So, I don't know. Maybe if influencers found more innovative ways of doing things, or mm-hmm. if like, the two parties came together to create something fantastic, it won't seem that way. But it's like nobody has time. Everybody just wants to put it out. Mm-hmm. Influencers hop on it. Wait, please, do you like this music? Mm-hmm. Okay, put it out there. We move. Mm-hmm. And that's why we forget a lot of songs. I can't remember the songs that came out in January. Mm-hmm. I can't, and I know it's because there was nothing that was done
3: to make it like memorable for mm-hmm. me. And just where we are now. Yes, and another thing is the obsession with a grass to grace story when rolling out new emerging artists. Like if a label just signed someone mm. new, the obsession with oh, it was a diss back in the day. Now look at him. He has such a blessed, angelic voice. I think the sad thing about that is, a number of Nigerians actually do have grass-to-gray
2: story. But because they don't know how to roll it out, it now looks like, here we go again. Mm -hmm. But that might actually be the person's real story. Because most artists are the ones that they find. You know, Diamond in the Rough. Mm -hmm. That's their story. Uh, You know
3: the funny thing? The thing with Rollouts is that it doesn't even need to be the real, like, statements in facts of the situation Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be branded around like the real life thing what about curating experiences and that's something that we don't we don't manage too well curating experiences what if listening parties were about oh um, i'm picking five lasso students at random i want you to come to my listening party bro do you think if someone from one random university just comes to your an artist listening party. Is that the most direct form of reaching people in that school? No, but now, can you guarantee that the person will carry the music? Are you trying to tell me, okay, say, let's say, artist, are, you, are you trying to tell me that artists don't know people that carry them on their head? Those, All those girls that always in their comment sections, those ones that are always mm. making videos of them, posting on their stories and, and tagging them. I think the... The larger conversation would be that
2: just because somebody is carrying you on their head mm-hmm. doesn't make them a core fan. Doesn't make them people that would really spread the yeah. Like me now. I like YKB, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Well, I might not talk about him in like, what, six months? But doesn't mean I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of his
3: music, but I won't be screaming. But well, I mean, like, there's some people that are, like, minus industry people Mm-hmm. See, like all these university girls that like all these artists. Mm-hmm. There's a way they show that they like the asses. They're in their comment sections. They're making videos upon their release, tagging them in their DMs. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, when will you do show in my school? Mm-hmm. All those type of things. Imagine you get five of those type of people and they're at your listening party. M-box. They will make videos, posts. Mm-hmm. It will be as if you invited them that they should come and be living in your house for the time being. But I, it's still a numbers game for artists. Mm-hmm. So even if I have five
2: people screaming or I have 100 people screaming, mm-hmm. I need people streaming. <laughs> That's where it will start No, from. no, stop that. Clap for me. I have people screaming. I need one people screaming. Streaming. One of them is they're always going to be fans and they're always mm-hmm. going to be people that are declaring love for you mm-hmm. as an artist. Mm-hmm. But with where the world is at mm-hmm. right now, you need even the people that hate you as long as they have numbers mm-hmm. to be the ones to talk about your music. Mm-hmm. That's just, and that's why everything has become so watered down. Mm-hmm. Just recently, even if it's not like music related, when they announced the theme for the Met Gala mm-hmm. and they made the CEO of TikTok the, one of the chairs, right? Mm-hmm. People were angry. Uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. What is it about fashion? You have reduced fashion. Too, but we all know it's not because whether I you know that it's about fashion. Mm-hmm. But TikTok is one of the biggest platforms. Mm-hmm. When you put that, because how many people are watching TV now? Not a lot. Or if you put like such a um, person there like TikTok, it's very likely going to convert a lot of TikTokers. Mm-hmm. On the list this year, you're going to see a lot of TikTokers there. Yeah. You might be wondering what happened to the fashion people. But right now, everybody's looking for numbers. People just have to try and see how in looking for numbers, you can actually make impact as well, which is where a lot of people are getting it wrong, Um, even with their rollouts. It's a tough game.
3: (laughs) Yo, we would like to hear from you. What do you think will make a perfect rollout for you. I keep emphasizing reaching your grassroots audience, taking it away from like influencers and OAPs and industry execs because I, I'm i very keen on, I'm an audience engagement person, like feedback straight from the audience, marketing direct to the audience. It doesn't get lost in like the stratosphere of things. follow? but let us know Um, Don't forget to use the hashtag with an S pod so that we can see and track and engage with you as well. At this juncture, we have to uh, stop you here, but we will be watching out for your comments so that we can, you know, pick it up online. Um, So much love to you guys since we're in the season of love. Happy belated Valentine's Day. (laughs) If you do not get any gifts, it's coming. It's coming every day for love. One day for recognition. Shout out to you guys. Take care of yourselves and have a good week. Kisses.